Hi, and welcome to Bacon and Eggs, the Sunday Brunch. It is Sunday, Sunday morning, morning. January 28th. I got grits, I got coffee, I got brunch. I got a brand new pop filter. That's fun. Happy Pro Bowl Day, everybody, for all the people out there that watch the Pro Bowl stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a super important thing. But today, this week on the Sunday Brunch, we, um... I wanted to put something out. We felt like it was important to, and uh, we've got, we love doing these icebreaker games. We actually do this as just like friends all the time, just kind of like start and get a conversation going. So, so we've got like a whole list of thought provoking questions to help us quote unquote, break the ice. And we're just going to go through and uh, ask each other these questions and probably both answer them and see where that takes us. What do you think? Does that sound like fun? A great intro, Tyler. 7.5 out of 10. Totally would recommend point. to a friend. Uh, would but say yeah, one, I'm, I'm down to go. Yeah. Yeah. One it's on the binary scale. So one out of zero. Yep. Yeah. One out of zero. Uh, well, no, one, one out of one. one. Yeah. Whatever. All right, I Ethan, I've got, I'm I've functioning got a... on about 30% brain capacity right now. I'll be real brutally honest with you. So not everything I'm going to say today may make 100% sense grammatically, logically, scientifically, or uh, spiritually. But gotcha. we're, we're going to go with it. Well, and the other good thing, everybody, is we're actually going to include the link to these <coughs> questions. So you can either play along with your friends, or you can pause it after each question is asked, and then, you know, go over the answers. Or you can you know just go to the website and uh, you can you can uh, play along yourself. Uh, but the first question is question number forty six, uh, and it's uh, Ethan. Are you ready? Yeah. What things do you do every day that you wish were automated? Ooh, that's a great question, right? Huh. What do I wish was automated? I don't know. I feel like I don't really do anything uh, that necessarily like menial in my life. I don't know. My whole life could be automated, and that would just be way easier. But I don't, I don't want that though, because then that makes <laughs> me a robot. No, that makes you not a robot. That frees you up to do so many things. Imagine if people could buy cars online, how little work I'd have to do. Right, but then you don't have a job. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. No, trust me. I sell I sell car insurance for a living. This is a rapidly growing concern in my industry. What? That they're going to take away your jobs? Yeah, that people are just buying their car insurance online and they don't need human beings anymore to interact with. So I, I don't know. What do I wish could be automated? Uh, probably, probably like food cooking, or maybe what do you mean? maybe food buying. Food buying. I mean, you can like go on the Kroger app or the Harris Teeter app and like pick out items, and they'll just deliver it to the door when you get there. I mean, for sure. And but like, I gotta think about that and and do it. Right. So that's so you're saying you don't even want to have to go into the computer at all. And I you guess this want, could like... be. I guess this could be auto. You could consider like HelloFresh and Blue Apron. That's not a free ad. No free ads. Uh, but I, you could consider that automation because they will just keep sending you food until you stop giving them a credit card. It's true. It's um, true. I've heard that it's very stressful when that happens. So that's one thing that could add. They just like automatically deduct like $120 a week uh, and just send you food. So that's one thing. And you don't actually have to pick it. They always say like, oh, you're going to pick up recipes. But if you don't pick it, they'll pick it for you from what I understand. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And so I guess that's automation. And I don't necessarily know if I want that. But it would be cool to just, you know, not ever have to worry. Like my fridge just disappears is whatever I need. I kind of wish, so I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to answer it my way because I, I don't know if I have any follow-up to what you're saying. Um, what I wish was more automated was the shower process. Like I wish that it was like a car wash where you just like stepped in and it did all the shower things and then you stepped out. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, vaguely, but like, I, like, like I get what you're in, saying. But I wouldn't say it's my chief concern in life. Oh, it's definitely not my chief concern, but like, I feel like I am horribly inefficient at, for one thing, my arms don't reach all the parts of my body, right? There's spots on my back and stuff that I just can't hit, right? And I feel like, I don't know, it's like, I don't know if I'm using enough soap or shampoo or 
or any of that stuff. Plus, I you know this about me. I take long showers. Yeah. And if and if the shower was just like, hey, this is going to be a 45-second process where you step in and it does its thing and then you're done. At least an optional version of that. You know, I like the occasional relaxing bath or shower. But I feel like that would be so much more efficient and I don't think it's like too much to ask for. No, I don't I don't think we're super far away from that. It is a very like sci-fi concept, but it's something that could easily be put into implement. Well, not, right. maybe not easily. I don't know about that. I'm not uh, well, I mean, I feel shower like, expert. I feel like you could at least get halfway there if you just put like a soap dispenser in a shower head. Yeah, that like automatically dispenses soap. Right. Then you're halfway there. Then you just got to do the scrubbing. But would you want I it to know. scrub you? No, I don't think I'd want it to scrub me. I think it would want I would want it to use a stronger soap and a more like that instead doesn't of a shower need to be head, scrubbed. Yeah. Okay. Instead of like a shower head above me, I would be okay with like higher pressure water from more angles. So you just want to be attacked by your shower? Oh, not necessarily attacked, but I don't know. I think there's something to it. I feel like if I could get a 45 second shower done without having to think about it and like rush myself through and sweat through the whole process and then we end up more being being more dirty, I think that would be good. I, I don't know. What do you, what? What do you want from me? There's a lot of things that are already automated. I'm I'm picking and choosing here. I agree with that, but I'm just I'm learning so much about the stress you endure during each and every shower. Whoa, no, I don't endure much stress during a nice long shower. That's a happy experience. Once that hot water runs out, that's when I know, like, okay, it's probably been too long. Time to mosey on. Uh, right. Now I gotta wash my hair. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I know. Okay, next question. Uh, do you want to? Do I have the jump number generator? You have the number generator. <laughs> Okay, it's question 50, Ethan. Do you want to ask it? I'll ask it. Hang on a second. What is the social event you hate the most? This is one of those things where it is like trendy and cool to be an introvert on the internet. Yeah. That's what this question feels like to me. Because I don't really hate social events, but I'm sure that there's an example of something that I'm like, I don't want to go to this. But I'm trying to think what that would be. Because as an adult, <laughs> if there's a social event that I don't particularly want to go to, I just, I just don't, don't go. go. Yeah. Like, right. And I get where this question is kind of driving you is to like... Like, say, oh, of the things that you're kind of dragged to, some stuff like that, what is the social event you hate the most? But, uh, yeah, if I don't want to go to it, I just don't go. Right. There are very few people in my life pressuring me to go to things I don't want to go to. Right. I guess, like, a, and it's not even that I hate these, but if I had to choose, like, a least favorite, I don't know, like, maybe, like, a, like a work function, only because I'm, like, obligated to go. No, I have fun at work functions. Well, so do I. That's the thing. That's what I'm, like, confused about. I work with an awesome team right now. Uh, like, my next so, work yeah. function is to go on a Caribbean vacation. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. No. So, like, I'm not going to complain about work functions for even a microsecond that does sound like a lot of fun yeah it, it should be i don't know um who this is a tough i really don't i don't i can't i can't honestly well okay what is what is something that somebody asks you to go to and you're like yeah no i'm not gonna do that i don't know i can't even tell you an example right now i don't like this is gonna sound bad i've tried and failed going to like cons yeah at the end of the day i feel like it's just a bunch of people in costumes in like the basement of a warehouse and i i don't enjoy that i like i don't like i don't like seeing the people in the costumes outside of the proper setting does that make sense yeah i mean that's a, i you know i would say most people don't go to cons oh actually this isn't even a social event you're invited to i hate neo-nazi rallies okay <laughs> yeah I would that's agree the one that. i hate the yeah. most <laughs> yeah <laughs> This, yeah, because this doesn't say I have to go or I even am invited to go. Those are the social events that I wish just weren't even happening.
This is true. I, um, there's like times where I don't like dealing with other people, like where I just wish that I could be either me or my group could be the only me or group in the room. Uh, like I would love to, I love going to movies when I or the people I'm with are like the only people in the theater. Oh, I actually recently gained an appreciation for the audience in the movie theater. Now, let me be clear. There are bad audience members. Like if you are just in there chatting with your friends, you're a bad audience member. But I think there is something to be said about sitting in a room with a bunch of people who are invested in the movie and like you can react with and you laugh with and you have a good time with now like i said there are bad movie guests but there's the rare occasion where everyone in the theater is just there to have a good time and and is invested in the movie the way that you are or at least is giving me the impression that they're invested in the movie the way that i am and nobody's like overtly bothering me and i think that there's like like to me that is part of the reason why i'm willing to spend money to go see it in a theater rather than wait for it to come out on blu-ray with almost any movie oh no see i go to the movies because i don't want to wait not because like i enjoy seeing the movie with other people in the room like if i had a gigantic movie theater in my living room i would never go to the movies oh me neither but i think i don't know when i saw the greatest showman there was a little like blur before my god what here we go again i'm not even going to talk about the movie but Uh, there was just a little uh blur beforehand and it was like hugh jackman was just sitting there on the screen and he was like thank you so much for coming out to see the greatest showman the way that movies are intended to be seen with an audience and then i was thinking about it and i was like i never thought about the fact that there's other people here and since then i've been like super conscious of the other people in the theater with me and i've only seen a few movies since then and in jumanji there was just a group of kids that was obnoxious but we moved away from them and it was otherwise a very enjoyable experience um oh yeah you still have theaters back where you live where you can just move away yeah all of the theaters here have assigned seats yeah but i mean if you get halfway through the movie and nobody's sitting there you can you can move this is accurate um we did that, Katie and I did that at one movie we went to see recently because the chair I was sitting in was broken. Mm, that's criminal. They shouldn't yeah, have like that Yeah, like uh, it had a, like, uh, it was like a recliner mechanism, and I put the feet part up with the recliner, and it was like a 45 degree angle. Oh, that's not good. You can't be having that. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to be so uncomfortable for this entire movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate a whole lot of social events. There's nothing I can't really get through that I'm, I'm going to sit there and be like, I'm miserable right now. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I agree. I, I or at least the people the people in my life don't don't drag me to those kind of things or even ask me to go to those kind of things. Therefore, I can't right. think of what they are off the top of my head. Moving on. Yeah, so we've actually got a listener question. I'm going to take us off the thought-provoking questions. Uh, we, on our Facebook group, just posted while we were doing this, you know, hey, do you have a question for us? And we looks like we got a couple. So if you want to be part of the Facebook group and contribute to content on bacon and eggs, link in the doobly-doo. And I like this question a lot. This comes from Nathan Anderson, which is also the name of my old boss. But this, I think, is not him because this guy just graduated from high school. Uh, but he asks, where is one place you'd like to go for a vacation that you haven't been already? Ethan, do you know what place I want to go to? Uh, the Maldives. I do want to go to the Maldives, but no. Well, yes. I mean, that is a good answer. That was the first but, thing I thought, like instantly the first thing I thought of because of that conversation that we had a few years ago uh, where you were like, I want to go to the Maldives. And Emily was just like, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> As if well, it was it just like, a miserable place. No, it's definitely not a miserable place. But the place I was thinking of, and I guess people who live with me know this, so Emily, is I like, I feel called to go to Montana. I have no idea why. But, like, I will just find myself at work Googling images of Montana. And I want to go so bad. I don't think it'd be that hard. You can drive to Montana. I know. I like, can just, you can just drive go. there. It's a long drive, but it's it's there. It's pretty it empty. There. Uh, there's not gonna You're not going to run into a whole lot of people that are going to stop you from doing much. 
that's what true. I can gather. Uh, it that's, doesn't seem to be true. super expensive. It's not. It's not. I just want to go, and I haven't gone. Where do you want to go, Ethan? Oh, God. A lot of places. I've been very few places. As far, I mean, I've been to a lot of places in the like eastern half of the United States and Canada and once to England. Um, but, like, I would, I would love to... I want to do the whole... The whole Europe thing, um, and not in the way that everybody always talks about doing the Europe thing, because I, I, I have very little interest oh in, Oh like, my gosh, what? you just said exactly what everybody who does the Europe thing says. No, it's like... I want to do the Europe thing, but... But not the way everybody else does. I don't want to be a tourist or anything like that. No, it's not even that. It's just like I have a very little interest in in going to like Paris. Like, I, I the honestly, thing everybody like, talks about with Paris is like, oh, you got to go to the Louvre and stand in a line for 45 years to see the Mona Lisa that's 800 feet away from you. Like I would rather just look at a picture of the Mona Lisa uh, in that case. But like I would, there's, there's, a, I've known a bunch of people who went to France and there's a lot of cool stuff in France that I would love to see that's not in Paris. Um, same with like a lot. I really want to go to Spain. And, Spain I hear sounds like fun. Right. But it's not the place that you think, oh, I'm going to Europe vacation let me just chill in spain for a while right um, you don't want to go to ibiza i mean that sounds fun that sounds that sounds pretty cool yeah that's in spain i don't know i i guess i i, I want to go to europe and i want to do all that stuff but for me europe is like the the wrong way to see the world and maybe i'm just i don't know but like to me i want to see more of america first because i've i've seen three cities on the mississippi and everything east of that for the most part um i mean not everything east of that but a lot of what's east of that i've been to new england i've been to florida i've been in the carolinas i've been to you know minnesota wisconsin uh missouri louisiana alabama but i've never been to like knoxville and nashville i don't know there's there's some obvious places i'm missing but um there's a lot of stuff west of the mississippi that i want to see i also really think that like everybody always talks about how great it is like people who go always talk about how going to asia is like a life-altering experience i don't think anytime you travel the world it's a life-altering experience so that's you know you take that with a grain of salt but um i'm not super interested in like thailand everybody's always talks about going there because it's so cheap but at this point i feel like it's probably just a tourist trap yeah. Um, because, you know, travel bloggers have been talking about, well, if you want to travel the world for free, go to Thailand for, like, 20 years. For now, sure. So. For sure. Um, but, like, I I would very much like to go to, like, Tokyo or Hong Kong or, I don't know, one of those places, Tibet would be cool. I don't know. Something like that. I don't. What do you think? I have really little interest in going to Asia, honestly. It's never been something that interested me. People always talk about it, and I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. But, I mean, not necessarily my thing. I'd love to, to go to Australia and New Zealand. Um, I've heard those are amazing oh, yeah, places. Oh, yeah, uh, and I really want to go to South America to like Argentina and and Uruguay and, and Peru and Bolivia and Brazil, all those places. Mm-hmm. I just think that sounds fascinating. Okay. Well, that's that's a good good number of answers for that question. So most uh, of the world is what we're getting at. Most of the world. Yeah. I basically everything that's not like from the Mississippi to, you know, from New England to Florida. I've seen all of that. But <laughs> I've seen enough of that. I still like going back to all of those places. I, I oh here's a good follow up, Ethan. Has there ever been a place you traveled to that you wouldn't particularly want to go back to? Uh, yeah, the entire state of Pennsylvania. I mean, did you go there like on purpose? Generally, yeah. I mean, it's a couple states over. And, uh, you know, I've I've been to I've been to Philadelphia. I've been to to lots of places oh, I like in the middle of yeah. Philly, Philly sucked. Um, sorry for from Philly. It's not my favorite city. It's probably my least favorite city I've been to out of all the like major American cities. Um, but I, people love it. Like absolutely, you can't deny the fact that people love it. Um, so I'm I'm I, in the minority I, there. But I don't know that I dislike any of the major American cities I've been to. So I think Philly would also be towards the bottom of that list. Um, but I still really like. It. Yeah, I've had some pretty crappy times in Pennsylvania as well as Ohio. Ooh, I've never been to Ohio. That's one thing I haven't done in this part of the country. What? Yeah, I don't think I've been to Ohio for like any reason. I'm gonna let you just think about that for a minute, and we'll oh, move I've been on. to Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. I've been. Yeah, to. We, that actually, I take it back. Philly, you you get a pass. Cleveland was the worst city I've been to. <laughs> 
That's how forgettable it was. I was just in Cleveland not very long ago, and uh, we were on tour with Drop the Girl, and um, <laughs> Cleveland was was something. Uh, I don't even know what that means. We played a great show in Cleveland. Well, we actually, played a great show in Kent. We didn't even play in Cleveland. We just stayed in Cleveland. Um, and Cleveland claimed one of our trailer tires for starters and our trailer wheels. Uh, and it was just it was it was, it was fun times. But trailer tires are like thirty bucks. I mean, well, the whole wheel and tire thing uh, at like like seven a.m. and the outskirts of Cleveland was not that cheap. Uh, on to the on to the on to the next one. Let's see. Do I get to ask? We have another listener question. You want to do that one, sure. or do you want to do another? Just okay. Just keep rolling with it. Okay. Uh, which MCU character do you think you are most like? This stresses me out. Oh God. Uh, definitely not Captain America. What, because he's stubborn? It's weird, because you've been so headstrong on all your thoughts throughout this whole process. Uh, no, I just don't think my moral compass is that locked in. <laughs> Bam! Speaking of moral compasses, I was thinking about it this morning. You remember when we were talking about how, like, we would not have gone to that party in spider-man homecoming yeah uh, just to further illustrate how innocent at least i was in, in high school i remember i visited jonathan while he was in college and he, he lived with five dudes in college yeah right so they did normal college guy stuff um and it was just dudes in the house so it was like a messy house it smelled bad and i remember staying with him and being like silently mortified that there was like a box of on the coffee table yeah like an unopened box like that's how innocent we were <laughs> at least i was that's how innocent i was i was probably like a freshman or a sophomore at this point in high school but um yeah that was just like not something that i would have ever seen or experienced <laughs> <laughs> fair enough or like i i was familiar with what that was but it wasn't something that was like okay to just leave out and still like that's an unusual thing to leave out like that's obviously a private thing but you know six dudes whatever hey. college guys they're being, they're being honest which mcu character would you say you're most like there's no easy way to answer this i have no idea i'm trying to like like if you could put them well you you like captain america refuse to let tony stark uh grow as a person without That's saying oh my true. god he's been taken over by a by a alien force no i just oh gosh tony just takes right turns everywhere it's very strange yeah he's a dynamic uh, character um Gosh, I don't know. I feel like like a Scott Lang, maybe not like the criminal way, but like you know, very invested in family, does what he's got to do. What I don't like about Scott Lang is that like he turns to crime immediately when things aren't going his way. Yeah. Uh, but just like the way that he talks about stuff, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. This is I a tough know. question. This is a, a tough. Like, could you put him in Hogwarts houses? Uh, I don't know. We could try that. That would be fun. If we sorted the whole MCU. <laughs> That would be fun. Didn't your brothers just do something like that with Pixar yeah, characters? Yeah, Pixar characters. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, we. I mean, we could do that. Would that be that be too heavy handed? No. For the future, those are like the two things we talk about the most. Well, actually, they're not. But I guess we could sort Doc and Marty into Hogwarts houses too. Marty's a Gryffindor. Doc's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Easy. Done. <laughs> Controversial <laughs> no, <was> opinions. <laughs> That was easy. Uh, um, which, I don't know. Which MCU I, character? Who do you, I, don't, I don't know, because who, who do you think I'm like most? Um, Obadiah. Wow. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but I'm, I feel like I should be offended. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you, you just want to take over your friends' lives and, you know. Inaccurate. Conniving. Conniving. Manipulating. I think you're more like a Pepper Potts, you know? No, I I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dropping names because I have no idea. That's a very tough question. People, if you know who Ethan and I are in the MCU, let us know. Uh, yeah, that give us your feedback. Yeah, I have no idea. 
let's generate a random number. Okay. I don't like any of these numbers it's given me. There we go. 85. 85. I was going to say, if it's like 51, do it again. Well, I'll tell you, that was the thing. Is like I feel like whenever I ask Siri to pick a number between 1 and 50, yeah. it is almost always between 20 and 30. What was your first kiss like? Get the freak out of town. Is that really? That's 85. <laughs> I was literally just talking to somebody about this question uh, just the other day. I used to tell this story when I was a, I guess the best way to describe it easily was as a camp counselor. Um, this is like my bedtime story. My go-to bedtime story is classic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ethan, this happened to you just last year, right? My first kiss? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Zig. Um, I was in fifth grade and uh, the my girlfriend, which I would say we were more <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend than like mo- most fifth most graders. Most fifth grade couples. Who was like, this? We, we, Do I know this person? You don't know her. And I'm not going to say her name because that's not necessary. Um, but you don't know her. She, Do um, I even know her name? Yeah, you would know her name. Um, you'll figure it out in a minute. Okay. So we were dating for like two years or whatever, which is like insanely long for like a couple <laughs> so or whatever. You've been dating since third grade? Pretty much, yeah. Well, since like fourth what? grade. Um, and we, like, we would talk on the phone every day for like two hours when we got home from school. Like, it was it was about as real as it could be in fifth grade. Um, and she found out that her dad had gotten a job in Minnesota. Oh, oh okay. I, I think it was in St. Cloud. I have a name on this now. Okay, yeah. yeah. So now you know. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, so we were having a going away for party for her and this is like our first like date date because i wasn't like allowed to date like go to movies and stuff until like sixth grade and that was when that was like you have a phone now you can go to the movies and you can go to barnes and noble and those are the places you can go without parental supervision and then ethan and i just went there by ourselves all the time um but so we were having a going away party and there was like 11 of her friends who were all girls and me i was the only guy at the party and it was like yeah right rock on Uh, and it was winding down and it was like her her parents were on their way to pick her up and uh you know that's when like we got the phone call or whatever that her parents were on their way and then everybody looked at me and looked at her and just like darted out of the room like this was this is what so was about she to happen. she had prepared her friends i'm i'm guessing that was the For case like, tyler I, and i are about sure. to put the mac on <laughs> right right and uh i was super nervous we were sitting in like what as adults would be required to be like a chair and a half are you familiar with this concept yeah. well we were both like 10 so it was just a chair but uh we were sitting in that and i had my arm around her and uh she like looked at me and i looked at her and then she was like well are you gonna do it and then i was like uh yeah and then <laughs> And then we a little, little peck, little, little kissy kiss. Proud. And that was uh, that was it. And then I remember like the fallout of that. Like it was a huge deal, right? Right. Well, because it was you were in fifth grade. Right. So then like she came up to me. That was like three days before the end of school. So there was still a little bit of time before she left. Um, but that was when we could throw the party. Gotcha. Um, so then I remember like at school she came up to me and like whispered in my ear when she was like, I think people are starting to figure it out. You can tell people if you want to. And I was like, okay. <laughs> people are starting to figure it out. <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't know. We were... Ooh. Anyway, do you remember that story I was telling you about my brother in college? Super innocent kid, I was. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, so that that's the tale of my first kiss. Um, uh, mine uh, mine is a, is, a, is a pretty simple story. I feel like a lot of people have had a similar story. Uh, I was in seventh grade, um, so I was a little bit of a late bloomer, I suppose. Uh, I don't know that that's a late bloomer. I don't... I, don't, I, I mean... There's no... To anybody out there who's wondering, there's no right time right. to, like, kiss a girl for the first uh, time. <laughs> And so it's okay if you still This have girl it. was, I guess, allegedly my girlfriend, uh, and we were at the movies. Wait, who was this? You can edit her name out, but I have no idea who this was. It was... Oh, yeah. I used to live across the street from her. She has yeah. kids now. Yeah. Um. So we were at the movies. We were seeing Happy Feet. Oh, uh, I was there. I was there. Uh, for this, and it I was, was there. Yeah, Ty was there with it. You were with uh. With. Well, he was. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. That was, that was, yeah. So it was, it was during Happy Feet well, and it was just kind of like a, you know, casual, you know, there was a whole lot of like trying to figure out the right moment. And that movie's not that good, movie. honestly. And maybe this is just because I had this weird experience, this, like, kind of awkward experience during Happy Feet. That, like, I've never particularly wanted to watch that movie again. I don't think it's ever come up in conversation for me to watch that movie But, again, um... So... But yeah, so it was just like a normal thing, and she's she's super nice. Uh, we dated for a little bit after that. Um, she kind of congenially fell apart, and uh, yeah, she's she's married. I think married, got some kids now. Um, so good for her. That was that was that's the story. So what, wait, when did you kiss her? Like I don't remember. It was during the movie. When they passed when they passed the pebbles. Bro, I do not have any idea what happens to Happy Feet. <laughs> I've seen that movie once. It was that time. I sort of paid attention, and that was over a decade ago. Gotcha. <sighs> I'd say. But that story, I'll tell you, that story was a lot more interesting when I was working in Minnesota. As a camp uh, counselor? Yeah, because then I would be like, yeah, she moved to Minnesota, and she's still here. Yeah, you had a very different experience as being a camp counselor than than I had being a camper and a camp counselor. Because, like, I, and I don't know if I'm even going to keep this in here, but I think this is worthwhile to say, but I learned from my camp counselor when I was, like, in fifth grade. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, this, this dude, he got fired during that week. Yeah, I'll bet. Like active, like he was, he was assigned to my cabin. There was two of them, and he literally got fired during that week, but not before he told a bunch of fifth graders. I'm super glad he did that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was terrifying. Ethan, do you genuinely think you are attractive? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm an ugly person by any means, and I don't think you do either. No, I just I I I think, but I generally pass the buck on any kind of like statements about the good the things I do well, whether you know I mean to or not. Like I, it happens to be a I, lot yeah. of shows and stuff. Is people be like, oh my god, you did so great. And I'm like, yeah, but did you see the other guy? Like he was yeah. just so much better than me. And then then people are just like, um, yeah, but I'm trying to compliment you, bro. Right. Here's here's my thing on the like, do I think I'm attractive thing? It's like I don't think that like like when I wake up in the morning, I don't think that's an ugly person right like just the rolled out of bed you know all that crap before you pamper yourself you know what i'm saying yeah. before my automated shower <laughs> <laughs> um but i think that i like when i wake up i feel like i'm in like the 65th percentile and then like when i when i want to generally i would like get ready for work and probably put myself in like the 75th percentile but i feel like if i really care about it like if i if i pay attention to my hair and wear the right outfit i feel like i can get to be like a like an 80th percentile or 85th i think i can be a pretty attractive person but i also there have been times in my life where i've been better looking than i think i am now i consider myself a middle of the road kind of dude is there sometimes i get pictures back from like stuff we do with the band or, or whatever and i'm just like damn boy what's up there's sometimes i'm like oh god delete that delete it yeah burn delete burn it, it. Uh, but i have like it, so a lot of it depends on how long it's been since my last haircut because like yeah, i have a, a haircut that it. needs maintenance and sometimes uh for whatever reason either monetarily or time wise i just don't maintain it as much as i should yeah and then i'll do the scott pilgrim thing and somebody be like oh you're looking a little scruffy and i just materialize a hat out of nowhere uh right you know but it so that has a lot to do with it um i don't know yeah i'd consider myself a middle of the road type guy like there are always gonna be people that are more attractive than me like you know ryan gosling exists right Uh, oh for sure but there are also like i would i would consider myself to be like more attractive than kevin james you think so i don't know man yeah or maybe like like fat jonah hill (laughs) i'm gonna keep trying this until i get a low number here we go you ready yeah question number 14 do you want to ask Sure. Oh, this isn't going to... No, we can't answer this one. Yeah, no, that's a bad one. Give me another number. Nine. I see you're clicking a lot. Yeah. 
Question number nine is, if you could live anywhere on this planet and take anything that you love with you, where would you choose to live? Okay, so it doesn't, it's not asking what I would take. Yeah. Where would I live? Yeah, where would you live? And I can take anything I love with me? Yeah. So, like, I could bring my whole family and my in-laws and just relocate them to Montana? Sure. Does it be Montana? Uh, I like living in the United States. That's a good place to live. Yeah. So it's got to be in the States. Maybe Canada, but it's cold up there. Not that it's not cold in Montana, but yeah, so it would be Montana, like Montana, Montana, Colorado, Montana, Wyoming, one of those. Interesting. What about you? Uh, I The same way you feel called to Montana, recently for like the last year of my life, I felt strangely called to live in Winnipeg. Where's Winnipeg? It's, it's in Canada. Oh. It's in Canada. I, I got the first three letters, sort of. I got the first three syllable. First syllable, right? Yeah. So I don't I don't know why. It just it, I feel like it has this over-romanticized presence in my life, and I may be wrong about it, uh, but it kind of seems like the, 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 the place I feel called to right now. I don't know why, but I'm sure there are lots of better places in the world to live, but it, it, I don't know. Hey, Ethan, this one wasn't randomly generated, but I'm asking you it anyway, because okay. I think it's an interesting question. Okay. If a movie was made about your life, what actor or actress would play you? Probably Fat Jonah Hill. <laughs> Maybe back from, like, the super bad days. I think super bad was about our lives. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. If I can get a girl like Emma Stone interested in me, I wouldn't be too upset. I think Superbad was about high school. what our lives could have been. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's a that's a toughie. Uh, I, no, it's easy. Will Smith. No, you don't look anything like Will Smith. <laughs> I'll take John Hamm. I'll take Ansel Elgort. That's actually probably not a bad shot, to tell you the truth. You don't think so? You're, I mean, you're a pretty normal-looking white dude. He's a pretty normal-looking white dude. That's true. That's um, true. Who? I don't know. He's a little bit more handsome than me, but that's what but they that's always Hollywood. do in the movies. Yeah. Like, that's that's all, all actors are a little bit more handsome than you, in one way or another. That's true. Uh, mo- Brutal. Partial, partial, partially, partially because they just have professional hair and makeup teams every single day. That's true. Wouldn't that be the dream? Is that the process you want automated? <laughs> no, I don't want that automated. I don't need. I don't need makeup. Okay, Ansel Elgort for Ty. I don't know, Ty. What do you think? Who who would play me? Fat Jonah Hill. Oh, fair enough. Okay, I can live with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, Will Smith. <laughs> it's not Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> In Southwest Roanoke, born and raised. <laughs> That's you. That's me. Yeah. It me. Then you got into a fight. People keep responding. I've just got to address this real quick. Thank you to all of our podcast brunch listeners. Because uh, people keep replying to my tweet and being like, you're a Ravenclaw? I thought you were a Slytherin. I would have thought no. you were a Slytherin. I would have put cash money on it. Really? Yeah. Because my brothers are? Uh, Are you both your brothers? Yeah. Even Ben? Ben's a Slytherin? Yeah, I know. He seems a little Hufflepuffy. Hey, Ben Steve definitely seems like a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Jonathan, 100%. I would have thought Jonathan was a Gryffindor no, because he's no, he's like the, no, the, the patriarch, no, right? The main character of my family. No. <laughs> I root for Ben. I'm team Ben. I love both of them. I, well, they're your brothers. But like whenever I yeah. whenever I have like a like a YouTube duo that I'll watch or like a podcast duo, I always pick one of them to root for. I was team John for a long time with uh, with uh, Hank and John. I'm definitely team John. <sighs> Hank is just raising stock. John just seems lazy right I now. I want to. He just put out a bestseller. I know. There's no time to stop the hustle. <laughs> He's not stopping the hustle. They did like a like a thirty city book tour. I'm trying to think if somebody was gonna play Ethan in a movie, what like stage of Ethan's life are we talking about here? I like guess the whole Ethan? thing. Well, well, so. When they once we are become the world's most famous podcasters, who are they gonna pick to make the movie about us? Oh, well, that'll be like a whole different. Who's that kid from the Maze Runner series? He look. That's what I think I look like. I have no idea. I watch good movies. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen any of those, but the, you know the kid I'm talking about. No, maybe is it my Thomas Brody Sangster? He's the main kid. Yeah, the kid from Game of Thrones. Sure. Is he in the Maze or the kid? The kid from uh. F- 
Love actually is in the Ma- in the Maze Runner series. He's like he's Newt. He's the main character. He's 27 years old. Yeah, he doesn't look like it. No, he looks like he's 14. He could have played Peter Parker. No, that would have sucked. Look at his headshot. Look at the collar on that shirt. So you think he would play you? No, I have no idea who would play me. Hayden Christensen. I'll take Hayden Christensen. <laughs> when they make bacon and eggs, the movie, the biopic. <laughs> Jonah Hill and Hayden Christensen. I would watch that movie. 10 for 10. One out of one. Has this dude been on anything since Star Wars? Hayden Christensen? He was in Jumper. He was in Jumper. Is he alive? He is alive. He has two movies coming up. Really? This year. Yep. The Last Man and Little Italy. Weird. I don't know that they're necessarily his movies. No, Last Man is absolutely about He was him. in Takers. In fact, he was in he what? Was in Takers. What is that? It's a heist movie. Oh, cool. He was in Life as a House. Yeah. It's uh, it's like him and Chris Brown and T.I. Weird. Yeah, it was. It sucked, but it's a heist movie. All right, give me give me another number real quick. All right, you get to ask a question. That's fine. 96. 96. What is something you ser- what is something that you seriously take for granted? Mm, this happened to me literally as I was scrolling to this question. Ethan, I own two Corsair mice. Mice. Meese. Mouses. Mice. Meese. I'm pretty sure computer mouses are mouses. No, I thought that they were. Mm. I have one here at my office at home yeah. where the podcast is, and I had one that I brought to my work office. But because I'm in the middle of leaving that job, I, I took it out and I put in the normal work office mouse that they give the supply for you. Uh, I take my mouse for granted so much. This is the greatest mouse of all time. I know, I have the same mouse. It is, listen, if you, like, this is something I never thought I would, I'd care about, or I would always be like, you know what, I mean, you can use whatever, but if you like it, you know, use what you like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was one of those things where I was like, if you buy the nice one, you don't need the nice one. You need the nice one, Ethan. I, I would agree with that. I was like, I put in that Logitech $4 mouse, came with my office. It was sticky. It was, it was flying all over the screen. The DPI was inconsistent. I hated it. I hated it, Ethan. I hated it. Corsair till I die. A nice mouse. That's what I take for Fair granted. Fair enough. I... What do you take for granted, Ethan? Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I am, I was, had the privilege to be born in the United States of America, so I take almost everything for granted. Yeah, I mean, white privilege. Like, I have been given so many opportunities as, as an American, uh, as somebody who is not particularly poor, as somebody who, you know, got to go to college, like, I, almost everything. I complain far too much for my situation. Correct. Well, you're just a whiny person, though. I mean, I know I'm sitting here talking about computer mice. Mouses. But... It's not mice. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's, okay. it's not an animal. You're not an animal. What's the plural of moose? Meese. Moosin. Meese, correct? Like, goose? Moosin. Moosin? Yeah. It's not a word. What are you talking about? Moosin is not a word. Sure it is. No, it's meese. Moose. Go- one goose, two geese, one moose. I don't think it's meese. Two meese, one pomplamoose, two pomplamoose. No, I think you're wrong. Uh, mm, I don't think so. Pretty sure I'm not. I'm no mooseologist. I'm just saying. Like, um. All right, on to the next one. Thirty-seven. What is one thing you do to get motivated, Ethan? I'm a big fan of motivation. I wasn't for a long time. I was always like, motivation is stupid, and your posters are stupid. But now. I'm all in on it. I love being motivated. I love being motivated. What do you do to get motivated, Ethan? Uh, I've got some, I've got hype songs I listen to uh, that, that will just like put me in the right mood to do whatever. Just the kind of feeling like you want to run through some sort of wall. Do you ever feel like you take, like this question bugs me because I'm always finding new ways to be motivated because of like the law of diminishing returns. Right, yeah. like there's always songs that'll get me hyped up, but if I listen to "Remember the Name" by Fort Minor one more time, I'm gonna kill somebody. Right, I'm not gonna. Yeah, kill you them. just gotta find new hype songs. Right, but like, or like if I read the same books over and over and over again, like there's always lessons to be learned from them, and that's good. But like at some point, it's just like, okay, I'm not motivated by this anymore. Right, that's why I'm a bad sales guy. Because the same thing doesn't motivate you every day. Well, like, because I can't just read, you know, "The Power of Zero every day 
and just keep feeling motivated by it. I've never read The Power of Zero. Oh, it's it's a good read. It's about getting to yourself to the zero tax bracket. Gotcha. Sounds like fun. Yeah. But, like, I just, I find teaching books like that to be incredibly boring, so... I, oh, I, I love, love self-help books and motivation I, books Yeah, I can't like stand that. them. They're so boring. Why do you say that? I just don't like them. Just, I don't find weird, them interesting. Weird. There's a gif on this website after question 44 that just says, You're Wrong, by John Lithgow, and, uh... That's how I feel right now. Oh, that's okay. I just not my thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what what does get me motivated. I don't know. Motivation's not super hard for me. Yeah, I guess. I find, like, I find if I need motivation, and I'm going through this right now, but like switching something up is always really motivating. Yeah. Like just changing your routine in a little bit of a way, you know. Yeah. Instead of using your automated shower, like getting in there and really scrubbing. Really scrubbing. You know. Uh, you know, um, deadlines are great. Deadlines are great. I tell you what, like you can't finish this in the night is the worst challenge a professor could put out because now it's like, Bet. okay, one, right. One, yes, I can. And two, people have tried this before and succeeded, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. You know, and, and if you're a college student, the best piece of advice I can give you is pace yourself. And I know that you won't listen to it because I didn't at all. But like when you get that syllabus, literally read it. What is due when? And then get started on those projects. Yeah. And I know you're not going to listen to me, and it's going to be this endless cycle. But just... I just got really distracted. By what? This website that we're looking at. Is it the GIF after number eight? Uh, no, it's the GIF after number 47, which that question is, what smells make you happy? And it's just a, a GIF of Jimmy Kimmel dancing, or Jimmy Fallon. It's Jimmy Fallon. Dancing. I mix them up constantly. Constantly. Oh. I don't think I've ever gotten it you right. Can, you can tell that's Fallon because he's a real-life Yankee fan, but he was in Fever Pitch. No, I mean, I know who Fallon is. Like, I know which one of them is wit. Like, I can tell them apart. I just mix it up which one is which. What smells make you happy? Um, I like lavender. I like rosemary. Uh, those are both two smells that have a positive, profound impact on me. I don't know about profound, but a positive impact on me. We have a diffuser in our bedroom that we use to diffuse lavender and rosemary. Yeah, but does that make you happy or just having a diffuser that spits that out make you happy? A little bit of both. I mean, if I'm out, like we have rosemary in the backyard. So when I like am out doing stuff in the backyard, I will grab it and smell it and it makes me happy. What other smells make you happy? Uh, I like... <laughs> you and I are going to have very different answers to this question apparently because the first thing you well, thought like, of was lavender and the first thing i thought of was gasoline oh i like gasoline i also like um i recently like polyed the table that i built yeah and that that is like an oddly satisfying smell yeah. like the whole wood process oh i love the smell of lowe's yeah we could go in there and just the general smell of home improvement store uh yeah, yeah. no gasoline uh freshly burnt match yep just uh, i tell you just blown out candle one that makes me very unhappy is uh the smell of target uh which is so frustrating because i love target what does target smell but like target you never been you never been inside of a target i have i've just never noticed what target smells like Go into the Target in your hometown, and you'll smell it. It's like it's very strong. But scent. what does it smell like? It smells like Target. Like you got to give like. me a descriptor. Uh, what smells do you like? You like gasoline? You like freshly burnt match? These are all smells I also like that make me happy. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I guess I just like the smell of fire in general because I was gonna say like campfire. Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, there's one that I like a lot that I can't include on the pod. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I hate that smell. I hate smell. that smell. You like the smell I hate of that cigarettes smell, though. I uh, yeah. Oh, I can talk about that. So cigarettes, I don't smoke. Please don't smoke. It's bad for you. Yeah. But 
I used to work at a restaurant and we would have our like team heating yeah. next to the dumpster and the dumpster smelled like garbage, but everybody on my team smoked. The dumpster smelled like garbage because it was full of garbage, yeah. um, but everyone on my team smoked. So the smell of like a freshly lit cigarette yeah. and that first drag just smells like, like toasted marshmallows oh, to me. I hate the smell of cigarettes. Despise it. I hate the smell of cigarettes after that. Like yeah. I hate it on people. I hate it when somebody who's been smoking comes around me, but it's that first, that burning paper and that little little bit of tobacco smell yeah no i don't I get it, it. i don't get it so satisfying I don't get it somebody last night at the show we played was just blowing a like a really strong menthol cigarette in my face and i was like this is the worst thing i've ever smelled uh but no i am i am around a lot of people who smoke because i'm in a band um even some of the people in my band and i'm probably gonna get a text message shortly after this goes up from one of those people it's just like i'm sorry man i didn't i'm not trying to blow smoke in your face and i'm gonna have to respond like that wasn't you <laughs> but uh because i guarantee the person who did it does not listen to this podcast um but yeah no i hate the smell of cigarettes uh speaking of smells i hate um just as a sidebar because you talked about dumpsters and trash and uh i used to work at the old office i worked at there was a sushi restaurant next door and there is nothing worse than the smell of rotting fish in the summer rotting fish like fish parts unused fish parts i will tell you there's nothing better than sushi though so that's that's i don't love particularly fishy smells in general uh you want to do one more and then wrap it up Ooh, I don't, that's a that's a tough one. I don't want to answer that. What was it? Uh, it was 33. If you were guaranteed the correct answer to one question, what would you ask? Uh, exactly. I like it. Actually, the last one that spit out to me was question one. What is what is something you hate that but you wish you loved? Sushi. Really? You hate sushi? Absolutely. So I don't sorry. understand why people like sushi. I barely like fish when it's cooked. Yeah, well, it's better when it's not cooked. No, it's not. Oh, 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 my girlfriend just reminded me whether she meant to or not. Um, I don't eat raw cookie dough. And people think I'm weird. Gonna get people think I'm weird for this. They're like, oh, but raw cookie dough is so good. I'm like, I'd like my cookies to be cookies. Sorry. I mean, the word cookie has the word cooked. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you it. agree with me on this. I Well, I, I mean, I love me some raw cookie dough. I love batters in general. Just as a, like a little treat, right? Not, I'm not, I'm not gonna like making batters and eating them, but like, like when I'm making pancakes, I like to eat the pancake batter. I also like my pancakes to be a little gooey. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I like I my pancakes to be cooked. A... But anyway, um, I like I the way I look at it is like cookie dough is not bad. I'm not saying the cookie dough is bad. What I'm saying is that if I buy like a thing of Toll House cookies, right, and it's got like 12 little squares, mm-hmm. is I would rather have a dozen cookies than like 10 cookies and two blobs. I agree. Like, I'd rather just cook. Bake a dozen cookies. Why are they not called bakeys? I don't know, but I would rather bake a dozen cookies than... My wife just walked in the room. I have a funny story about the batter thing. One time when I was in like the sixth grade, I baked sick, came home from school, and I made brownie batter, and I got like three bites into it and threw it. Nice. But I made brownie batter just to eat, not to cook. That's some karma. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mom. Although I do find out in my life... uh, throughout the course of my life that that definitely happens is like if i if i pretended to be sick and like to just skip a class in college i would like actually get sick i didn't yeah i didn't start pretending to be sick until college but then i mean i'm sure i had a few days in high school right or like i'll I'll Uh, get out of doing something that i don't want to do by like saying oh my god i've got a super bad headache sorry and then i will get a super bad headache and i'm like well i earned this i earned this uh what is something i hate but i wish i loved this is the last question i guess so yeah i mean we can do um, one more after that. I'm not opposed. Ended on like a like a happy note. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> Not including that. No, don't say that. Uh, shoot. Shoot. Oh, you know what's something I hate that I wish I... I don't know if I'd say I hate it, but something I wish I loved is just, like, actually reading comic books. Like, I love... Like, you and I were talking about this recently, that I love, like, the history of comics and the history of all the characters and everything, and that's part of why we, like, started with Marvel. I, like, I cannot read the books. Yeah, they stress me out. They stress me out. I can't, I can't figure it out. I can't can't figure out, like, the, the timbre of the, the stories are so it's short. They're not just, that... It's, it's, it's option paralysis it's like you can't finish it there's no like there's no going from from first to last episode like you can't right. it's not a complete thing ever there's too yeah there's too much and even like even when you buy like a newer one it always starts with so much like uh what's it called what's the thing miles teller did in fantastic four exposition yeah it's just like it's all exposition about the history of the character instead of just like a new story and maybe i'm just reading the wrong ones and i'm sure there's good ones out there but i also just don't feel like there's any stakes like i'm not worried at all about the characters yeah, for sure it's like okay well i know there's another issue so right and you know that they can just write their way out of anything and kill characters and bring them back to life right like i'm not worried about batman here like <laughs> right that's anyway that's that's one thing that i i don't hate but i did do wish i love that like i collect comic books and read them it was this like source of joy but i just just can't i feel that i get with that all right let's grab one more that's like kind of like a silly question ended on all right random number generator this pup pumped out 35 short to five if one animal was made the size of an elephant which would be the scariest yellow jacket yeah i i could agree with that maybe like uh like uh centipede not a blue whale <laughs> no that would be adorable yeah <laughs> centipede the size uh, of an elephant but mostly most made... of my thoughts on this question are go immediately to bugs of any kind like giant cockroach what? Not fun. What if we took bugs out of the equation? If we took bugs out of the equation. Like, are we talking just mammals? Yeah, let's just talk okay. mammals. Um, what would be the scariest? I don't know, rats. So still stuff that's generally smaller. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like a giant jaguar wouldn't scare the crap out of you. They're already pretty big and scary though. Right, but this is now like like a jaguar size times ten. Why do people say jaguar? What do you think it is? Jaguar? It's jaguar. That's exactly what you just no, said. No, you said jaguar. Jaguar. Why do you say jaguar? Why do people say uni? That's not the same question at all. Because they're wrong, Ethan. They're wrong for saying jaguar. It's jag, U, J, J A G U A R. There's no W I R E. It's not jaguar. 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 I don't know. What city did you used to work in? Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah, no, they're wrong. People say that are wrong. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I'm already scared of, yeah, it would be scarier, but I don't think it would be the scariest because they're already scary. But in, like, an unmanageably scary way. It's like, I'm, whether it's the size of a jaguar or the size of an elephant, I still can't, like, fight a jaguar. That's true, but I couldn't. I, I couldn't fight a rat. I would. I would run away screaming from a rat already. So that's what I'm saying. Is I think it, smaller things that would be gigantic like that are going to be exp exponentially scarier. What about a man the size of an elephant? I mean, man is the most dangerous game. Say la vie. La vie. Huh. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, probably the centipede. I'm, or the millipede. Just a lot of legs. Yeah. A thousand legs. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like bugs. Man. I'm just like, the thought of a centipede right now is just making me cringe anyway. Yeah. Ugh. Just ugh. ugh. But yeah, maybe giant, I'm, giant wasp is in with a shot. Yellow jacket? Mm, no, wasp. Wasp. Bugs are Wasp scary. would be worse than yellow jacket. I don't like, I don't get people who like bugs. Bumblebee. That would be a <laughs> That would be adorable. You see that altered comic? <laughs> No. I'll post a link to it, but it's just like, it's two panels. And the first one is, and this is going to be great podcasting, but this is me describing a, uh, describing a meme. 
but it's a web it's comic. a web comic but it's two panels and the first one is like the two people are like wow have you noticed the bees have been getting a lot bigger recently and the second panel is like year 2049 and it's a guy hiding from a corner or hiding around a corner from a gigantic bumblebee <laughs> with like a goofy <laughs> face <laughs> I'll post a link to it and I'll show it to you since we're done here but it's just, it's hysterical yeah. thank you for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs Sunday Brunch where we talked about as of uh, you know, a lot of things talked about how to uh, all the things that we talked about Ethan not liking sushi talked about talked about our first talked kiss. about our first kiss it's a, not our first kiss we've still never kissed have we not I don't think I don't so know. I was kissed by a lot of dudes last night mostly against my will yeah but uh, yeah so we talked about a lot of things and I hope you guys enjoyed it if you want to get in contact with us all the ways to get in contact with us are listed below in the doobly doo uh, as well as a lot of other fun things you can go ahead and get bacon and eggs t-shirts it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Bacon and eggs the shirt. Bacon and eggs the t-shirt. It'll take a while to get to you, but it will get to you. Yes, it will. And uh, that's that's really all I got. It was a fun episode. That was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to Bacon and Eggs Sunday Brunch. Until next week, Arrivederci. A watched pot never boils. One goose, two geese, one moose, two meese, one pomplamoose, two pomplamoose. Two pomplamoose. Two pomplamoose. Two pomplamoose. Two pomplamoose. Two pomplamoose. Two pomplamoose.